to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym, and what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have conversations surrounding sex and sexuality today. Okay, get ready. Get ready, people. Okay. Writer. Director. Photographer. Comedy type person. And also, that's right, I'm not, not finished yet, sexiest man alive. People didn't know God existed, even, you know, until this man was born. When he's not cooking amazing meals, he's a master of oral sex. Get in line, ladies! (laughs) He has a gold medal in longest giver of orgasms. He's good at fixing things, too. Everybody, it's Paul Ayoshi. Hello! (laughs) Hello! What a humble, humble intro you wrote for me to say. (laughs) Uh, what, what, me? Huh? <laughs> that was all you, Aaron. Uh, beautiful writing, by the way. Thank you couldn't you. have said it best. Yeah, couldn't have said it better yourself. Uh, how's it going, buds? <laughs> oh, not bad, not bad, not bad. How are you? Good. Uh, I'm happy to have you on, like, for an actual episode, because it was mm-hmm. so fucking funny. I did, like, an IG Live that you joined, like, right near the yeah. end of it. Yeah. Um, and then later you're <laughs> later you're like, I could do like an actual episode if you want. I was like, oh, good. Oh, awesome. <laughs> as great as that was. Yeah. I would also like to have you here to actually talk. I think we just talked about like funny testicle stories and stuff. It was a lot oh, of ball content, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, a lot of, oh, me getting hit in the balls a lot yeah. as a child. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which has its yeah. appeal for listeners, you know, but. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, we could keep talking. We could just do another hour just on that if if we we could. I got a lot of ball want. stories. Okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah do you yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. do you feel like most most people with balls have a lot of ball stories? Is that are they like a focus? I of, of like I think time and energy? I think I don't think it's a focus. I think they're just in the way. Um, <laughs> so it's not a focus, but it's like an obstacle. Yeah, it is. Mm. It's an obstacle because it mm. it should be a focus because then we would avoid certain incidents. Um, <laughs> but we for, we forget that there's like a weird bag of of organs, sensitive sensitive organs just hanging out. It's really crazy when you think of it. Like you literally have an organ of your body. They are an organ, right? I'm gonna assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you literally have an organ of your body basically like like as close to outside of your body as you can get you know yeah. like an unprotected like it's not behind any like other <laughs> it's it, not behind any bones of no like, you know no no cartilage <laughs> no, none, just none. The, <laughs> the loosest bag of skin of any part of the body where else is there that skin nowhere eyelids maybe Eyelids, maybe. I think the eyelid is stronger than the sack, the the, the scrotum for sure. Um, and, and it's not even like, it's not even 
like a good layer of skin you can kind of it's almost transparent yeah it's it's like like creepy paper if if, uh... yeah you could see like the tiny veins (laughs) and like the the skin how it's designed it's like how it's designed not how it's designed it it, it wasn't finished being processed yeah it needed a couple more minutes in the 3d printer yeah but it was just out of time (laughs) just like oh yeah we got to rush this part yeah. Even though, even though it's like, well, there's a, there's a very sensitive part down here. Shouldn't we just like, nah. you know, barricade it and something, just anything, just something soft, some other, more soft nah. tissue over it. So it's, it's like, no, 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 we don't have time. Yeah, it's fine. It's in between a couple of big legs. Yeah. And, and the, you know, there's a, another flappy skin flapping over it, hiding it. No, <laughs> no one's going to pay attention to that. <laughs> They're flappy and if we throw in a bunch of hair there too, like, yeah, that'll, it's like, yeah, people are afraid of the jungle, so yeah. <laughs> that'll be more than enough. Yeah, creepy paper. By the way, is what we do in the shadows reference. I don't, I don't know if you picked it up. Oh, they're in the dollar uh, store and they're looking at crepe paper, and and uh, Laszlo keeps calling it creepy paper. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of creepy paper. Yeah, yeah it's that crinkly kind of creepy. You know, yeah, it could be it, creepy. And so, yeah, so that's a good reference. In, in relation to uh, the scrotum, it's creepy, yeah, creepy paper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. we 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 told ourselves we wouldn't do a full hour on balls. We told ourselves we wouldn't bring up balls, and and here we are. Yeah, doing a full hour on balls. Yet yeah. Again. So let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they God. do they do go back in every once in a while, and when it's cold. They like yeah, kind of creep back kinda... up in there. Oh, creep, creepy, creepy paper. Yeah, creepy paper. They creepy paper back in there. Yeah, but like, they're still out. You know, yeah. It's just like unless you're tucking, then you can put everything in that little compartment. C- compartment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there's a little. Um, I want to say vessel. There's a little. What's the word that's used? There's a, oh fuck, I can't even think of it. But apparently when you tuck, you know, you can kind of put your balls kind of in a little compartment. <laughs> you can compartmentalize okay. your balls. I'll, I'll look into this. Yeah, yeah, if you want to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's funny, actually, when we learn, like, I've taken a few different CBT, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy classes. Um, mm-hmm. And what you do learn is, like, only deliver impact on the balls if they have somewhere to go like if they can kind of go back up into the body a little bit like Mm -hmm. then like that's fine to hit them like that but if you have them in some sort of a situation where they're like taut you know Mm -hmm. and they don't have anywhere to go then that could possibly cause damage so the thing about Um, going back up going in going going (laughs) You gotta, yeah. You gotta be keep in mind New- Newton's law with hitting balls. <laughs> hey, every, every, yes. Every reaction has an uh, equal and opposite reaction. Yeah, that. So, yeah. so the force of your your of kicking of uh, of of the balls, you want to make sure that the force can go into something else and yeah. like yeah. Pat, pat it down. It's able to withstand that force. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah. It's very scientific. It's also very it serious. Yes, it is. Very. Yeah. Very. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> mm. 
serious. Serious. Serious talk. Mm. 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 Oh my god, I was just gonna do the same thing! I was my cup was uh-huh. a foot away. <laughs> it was a foot away. Great minds, Paul. Yeah. Great yeah. minds. Great minds. <laughs> Great minds. <laughs> Oh my god. But um okay. Sexy stuff. Sexy mm-hmm. stuff, Paul. Sure. Sexy stuff. You brought the right person on. Sexy stuff, sexy mm-hmm. Paul. I don't know. I feel like I did. I feel mm-hmm. like we've done some sexy shoots and Yes, it's some correct. Sexy art and mm-hmm. you know, I I think you're a cool sexy art person. Thank you. I was actually just thinking about the first nude painting I made in your when we worked at your cafe. Yeah, let's ago. talk about it. The, I love the, this memory too. Do, do you remember it was a it was a guy? Oh, uh, not the one I was thinking. Not the one you were thinking of, because yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, uh, you do yours. Then I'll do I, mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, because I, I, I had uh, there the first, remember uh, I don't want to reveal his name just in case, but um, sure. Uh, but he's just, but uh, that 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 was the kind of thing that was like got me started in doing sort of the the nude paintings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, was 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 him, and uh, it all started as a joke. Where, mm-hmm, I, like, mm-hmm. where I or I just said like, oh, uh, who wants to who who out there wants to get it? or or something like, I uh, get my oil paints out. Who wants to do a nude painting? And then he was like me, and I was like. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I did. I, I meant it as um, a joke, but sure. Yeah. Like, yes, and yeah. the, sh- the shit yeah. out of this. Yeah. Why not? Um, it was, and it was nice. And we, 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 so it was based on a photo of, we took. Okay. So this is why, okay. Um, <laughs> one, one of the reasons why I'm remembering this is because some, I have mem- a lot of memories, uh, great memories of Tea Tree, but, um, mm-hmm. your old cafe, but, uh, I, I, th- so when I made that painting, I took a photo and then printed out a reference. I don't know if you remember me and then doing like a grid. That's how I, I yes. started doing them. Yes, yes, yes. So I had a, a, a printed photo on paper with pencil lines going across it. Mm-hmm. And um, so after I finished the painting as a joke, I don't know if you remember, you had that weird, creepy bathroom at the, in the basement. Again, creepy. Yeah, creepy. Creepy. And Keeps coming up. It's our theme uh, for today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, stu- I stuck it on the wall in that creepy bathroom as a joke for you. But I think n- we forgot about it, and it's still in the basement. <laughs> no. Um, it, is it gone? Do you think it's gone? Wait. Is it? <laughs> Did we? Wait. Did you never get it? <laughs> I don't. I think I forgot about it. I for sure never like went and retrieved um, anything from there. It's possible I did, but I can't remember. Um, so part of me thinks <laughs> it was that, just <laughs> that that's still there, and I feel bad because I th- think the, the the guy who he would be think it's funny, but. Uh, but still, <laughs> I, I, I hope it's gone. I feel I feel like the new owner would have saw it and be like, "Ugh!" and t- 
like what's this doing here and throw it, yeah. throwing it away but yeah probably but that probably. that oh i'm god. worried <laughs> that we left it there oh my god that's so funny there are things that i left there um that yeah. were meaningful to me so i'm sure oh. something that was not meaningful to me i for sure would have just <laughs> forgotten it was down there like mm-hmm. i left like i had a nice little money tree that was given to me um at the opening for the cafe Oh yeah, um, and I had it the whole time that I was there, and it was mm-hmm. it did lovely. Like I took such good care of it. I forgot that, which is sad. Uh, where was that sitting in the window? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I got another money tree. I got like an actual more tree sized money tree that is in our place now because I liked it so much. And I'm not good with plants, and I was good without plants. So I actually, re I got a number two, but that mm-hmm. made me sad that I left that plant there. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. But also painting of a naked man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Apparently. What I thought you were going to say, um, mm-hmm. that because you did a nude of Ms. Andrea Werhan, our good friend, your good friend mm-hmm. of mine, um, mm-hmm. that was gorgeous. Um, I remember like blues, like cerulean yeah. blue black background. It's gorgeous. Um, mm-hmm. And... That was the first time I met Andrea, when Andrea yep. came in to see her painting. Yeah. Which, I mean, birth of a lovely friendship between her and yeah. I right there. Um, and, yeah, I think, like, the last weekend I was open at Tea Tree, someone came in and bought it. Yeah. It, like, it, it was wasn't... right near the end. Yeah, I. it was, um, like... They wanted it before I was even finished painting it, as I recall. Remember, we would hang them up on the wall. Yeah, because why not? Yeah. um, Even in progress ones. You told me someone came in asking for it, and you said it wasn't finished. And then I finished it Mm -hmm. and signed it, um, and uh, Andrea saw it, and then it was gone. It wasn't even up for very long. Yeah, I agree. So I don't don't know where it is or (laughs) who has it. but purchased it. Yeah. They've so got was, a naked Andrea somewhere. Yeah, which is kind of, I want, I, it'll be exciting to, to like discover this, like, you know, 60 years from now. <laughs> if you um, like run into it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Just like in someone's home. Yeah. That would be even cooler to, to run into that other painting. Oh. <laughs> uh, that would so be that, even wilder. So I have that, the other painting. It's It was the, the grid of the photo. Oh, okay. That, that, yeah, we for sure left stuck. that. Oh, we yeah, for sure left cause, that. Because it's junk and dusty, right? Yeah. Um, but I ha- I still have the, the painting. Oh, my God. Um, can you take a picture of it and send it to me? And I can, like, blur out the face or something to post when we post this episode. I can put on the story um, or something. I could, ju- I could just a- ask him if he's fine. There you go. Or that. Yeah, because I'm sure he would be. Because we used it for a cover of one of our <gasps> Mr. Oh, Happy yeah, magazines. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. So Paul, okay. This is so funny, actually. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. even thinking that we would talk about this, but, um, you know, I get interviewed now and again and, and I get interviewed about like, you know, how did you become a sex worker? How did you, you know, how did bedposts start? You mm-hmm. know, how did you start doing like, you know, sexy kind of material, you know? Mm-hmm. And, when I first started 
creating sexy material was erotica stories for Mr. Happy Magazine. Yeah. Which you are the producer of Mr. Happy Magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mr. Happy Magazine. Only we. I only did it for a year because it's way too much work. Yeah, so it's much our work. little zine of just a bunch of comedians, a bunch of like just random sort of funny little dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the magazine, for <laughs> no reason, was a a serious erotic <laughs> short story. <laughs> and I th- I think oh, people were were. It, the people that were like <laughs> looking at the magazine were probably more excited about that portion <laughs> than any of the other stuff we were doing. What um, was your thinking for that? Walk me through. Because you asked me, I believe, yeah. if I'm remembering that, you asked I, me if I could do like some sort of sexy little story or something. Did you not? Yeah. We were in the kitchen of Tea Tree and I was like, hey, you should. I, uh, I think I just asked you, I think. Cause you, uh, cause I know you. You told me you were just like, um, you were fooling around with like some stories and stuff. Yeah, I was writing. Um, you were writing some stuff, but yeah, you weren't you weren't showing them to anyone, and yeah, it was just a hobby, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I just said I think it would be really funny if you, <laughs> if you put erotic short stories in this magazine that we're starting, and then you did, and they were the 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 most entertaining part of the these magazines um <laughs> ended with a bang always on the back it, you know inside you, of the cover basically yeah and so, some so, some people like uh, obviously there's definitely a few comedians that are like working writers yep. from after doing not after doing happy magazine didn't help their career at all but uh, <laughs> um but people who went on and started writing for tv and stuff but um yeah. but i i always hear about and if mr happy magazine gets bring brought up it's always uh in reference to you and oh. your erotic stories oh that's so funny because i love this choice and this is a very you choice i think like for mm-hmm. you to be like yeah it's like it's a comedy magazine you know yeah and we're gonna just have this completely not this completely intentionally a legitimate erotica piece at the back and just because that's funny you know yeah the story is not funny but like it's funny to have a legit erotica mm-hmm. <laughs> erotic fiction just kind of in the mix with this other comedy stuff it's funny t- for yeah like a funny trick to play on the reader or game to play with the reader of like yeah. of like is this supposed like where when does it get funny like i remember somebody (laughs) some comedian i think they had also probably contributed that month Mm -hmm. and they were they were reading it and wondering like (laughs) i think they were wondering when when the joke like they're looking for jokes and they're just getting horny (laughs) (laughs) yeah The joke, we got him. We got him. Yeah, good. which was the joke? He got yeah. the joke. <laughs> Little did he know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like your sense of humor is like, I mean, you don't let me put words in your mouth, but I feel like it's, you know, it's bizarre. You know, it's a little weird, right? Yeah, I, I, for for most most people, for sure. Um, 
for the non weirdos, they for, for the think it's weirdos, weird. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. No, I, I, this is something that, like Colin Sharp and I talk a lot about. Yes. Because everyone's always, acute like labeling us as being very weird. Mm-hmm. But to us, we're like, we. <laughs> We just like what? How is this weird? That's like, just me doing me. Yeah, this is just, just it's me. kind of normal to us. So um <laughs> the fact that Colin's comedy is normal to Col- Colin is so funny because it's <laughs> so wacky. It's great. It, yeah, but I, I think that's just like the way like the in terms of like the 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 content we consume is very is all kind of in that realm. So Mm-hmm. it's all very like what where are your like inspirations uh like my inspirations come a lot from uh both both real life and movies usually so like but the movies that i watch like i'm a big criterion channel fan mm-hmm. and uh like i love those movies so the and those are pretty serious uh usually pretty serious art movies mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. igmar bergman and um Kislovsky and uh <laughs> Tarkovsky <laughs> uh um and then like uh, all the Japanese cinema as well which if you really get into Japanese cinema it's uh there's the, some of uh, the, the most that that stuff gets really bizarre um in <clears throat> certain certain filmmakers where it's but it's everything is very influential but when you I guess when you surround your stuff with that and not not the mainstream thing that becomes your norm yeah Um, that i get i i'm like that with sex positivity i think um and like mm -hmm. sex culture because i just think yeah you know that's normal and i sometimes when i'm in my little bubble i forget that oh no people are like not comfortable talking about sex like probably more people are not comfortable than than comfortable yes that's know? that's very true and i know that from hanging out with you guys too much that i'm like oh yeah yeah <laughs> uh and, and just all the sex talk between you guys and then i'll randomly bring that up to people and they're like uh and because i'm a man it's worse. it reads differently <laughs> like, yeah it reads yeah. differently <laughs> so like um, i remember i'm going to a play party at darling mansion um in a couple weeks Mm-hmm. And I remember being at Darling with you once, <laughs> being uh, at a play oh, party place. with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's just so funny to me. That's a, that's a cool, like, uh, like haunted housey kind of place. Yeah, uh. it's yeah, it's a cool mansion with like it's just the decor is kind of wild. So it's like yeah, lots of different sets basically in each bedroom. Yeah. yeah. Um. It. But but I we, I wasn't there. For, we were at, at like a, a screening. So yeah, it was for Andrew Warhan actually. It's for one of her her short films. Yeah, her Nicole um, short, modern so what, it, short it, film. It, yeah, what no one was like. Um, it wasn't a. I don't know. What, when you say play party, does that mean like everyone's getting naked and stuff? <laughs> Not everyone, but there were definitely people fucking. Um, okay. Around. <laughs> okay. See. Uh, I, I don't and like wearing lingerie and just like you know not really right. just like wearing sexy stuff yeah because at the end of the night then i remember people started getting naked <laughs> yeah, yeah and then yeah, but yeah. disappearing i wasn't seeing anyone having sex or anything like that but yeah, they were disappearing they into were, the rooms yeah i think they were moving um, upstairs yeah yeah so um 
but uh um yeah you were then, no then, that was a play party paul you were at a play party it, oh okay <laughs> <laughs> I find what, myself that's what a play party is yeah <laughs> so th- this is why it's difficult being around other people because you normalize this lifestyle that I, where I'm just like walking oh there's a bunch of naked people around and yeah. in my mind it's like well I guess that's that's how things are now <laughs> so, uh, so I don't I didn't, I'm not gauging in sort of how it's not registering as abnormal it's just yeah. like oh okay I guess this is happening yep <laughs> yeah and I, I guess from like uh, even when uh, your your bachelorette party, yes, I, it, like I, I was prepared. I was like, okay, we're going to uh, yeah, we went to Oasis, Oasis, and um, I was like, okay, there's gonna there's definitely gonna be people having sex around here. Yeah. But immediately, I was like, ah, oh, this is this is normal. Yeah, and I I was like, I I start like everyone was like as everyone was undressing, I was getting more comfortable. But like putting more clothes on, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's kind of like, it's chilly. It's kind of chill because we were like outside and everyone's like getting naked and jumping in the pool. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go back to that locker and get my sweater. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put on something a little more comfortable. Yeah. Like a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, but be, I don't like know. Like a wool knit. Yeah. It, <laughs> Being in that environment, all all of a sudden, like it just becomes I don't know, I don't. I guess I don't really think about like what's going on around me. Like I know, but yeah, I love I this know. though that you're like registering it as like okay, something's happening, and you're immediately okay with it. You're like, and yes, yeah, no one's dying, <laughs> no one's like being beat up or it. Like when I'm in a bar and someone's no, getting beat up, I'm like, "Oh God, we got to get out of here, or we got to get this person some help or something." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's not harming anyone situ- to no, show no off one's getting your harmed. body. People are, yeah, people are having a lot of fun, and it's like, okay, yeah, cool. Nothing wrong um, with that. I'll have some more water, please. <laughs> <laughs> Another water, garçon. Another water for me. <laughs> oh yes. Thank you for reminding <clears throat> me. Yeah, I drink. Yeah, but it, that was a fun, fun, fun bachelor party. It was. Um, yeah, it was a fun show. We went to like a burlesque drag show. Yeah, uh, which that was, was a lot of that was, fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fun. I had someone bring that up to me recently. My friend Chelsea DM'd me and was like, "I was just thinking about your bachelor party and how fun that was. How are you? You know, just <laughs> checking in and talked in a year or something." And yeah. she was just like, "I was just thinking about you. How's it going?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, that was a fucking fun night. It was a good one." It was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs> Should we head into a break? I feel like that's a natural sure. <laughs> end of a story. Because we do sure. have one, I mean, we do have one topic at least that we can actually <laughs> topic out about at one point. Right. So let's not get into that until we take a break. Okay. Okay. We'll be right back, everybody, with Palayoshi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. 
Club M4 wants to officially announce that they are back open for business, baby, at 1989 Dundas Street East, Mississauga. Club M4 is the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA, and they are super excited to tell you about their Saturday Couples and Single Women Only events. To keep updated on their events, go to at Club M4 events on Instagram, or specifically for their kinky events, go to at Depraved events on Instagram. And of course, head on down to clubm4.com to see what a lifestyle club by swingers for swingers is all about. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I'm here with sexiest man in the world, Paul Ayoshi. Mm-hmm. Al- alive. alive. Yeah. So oh, I oh. guess that refers to the universe as well. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are there dead people that are more attractive than you? Oh, well, I mean, I got to be modeled after someone, you know. <laughs> you got to have inspiration from somewhere, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Genes get passed down, so it's all, I guess. Oh, so it's family. all in your lineage, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have some hot grandfathers, great grandfathers? Have uh, some hot yeah, ancestors? <laughs> yeah, they're all hot. Yeah, they're, they're smoking. Hot. <laughs> smoking hot. Yeah. I saw the cutest little wholesome video uh, today just on like Instagram. And it was just like a kid with their grandma. And the kid is just goes, Grandma, I think you're really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what? <laughs> she's like, I think you're beautiful, Grandma. And she's like, really? And she's yeah. like, yeah, I really do. And she just smiles the biggest smile. She's like, I just think you have a beautiful smile. You're gorgeous. And this the grandma was so cute. She was so yeah. happy about it. It was so precious. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. It all, sometimes saying stuff like that is a, is a nice thing for a, anyone to receive. Something right? Like that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, okay. We wanted to talk about dating. You're an Asian fellow. And we wanted to talk mm-hmm. about your experience dating <laughs> as an Asian fellow. Yeah. Asian the fellow, fellowship, yeah. fellowship of the Asians. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm I, I'm only half Asian. Uh-huh. But I, I think... Um, I, but living all sexy. North, but all sexy. <laughs> like, <sighs> people have to categorize everything. Jeez. I know labels. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um but yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, I'm yeah. on the apps. Have... I'm on the apps recently, so I feel like yeah. I'm gonna we're gonna have a good conversation here. I'm I hate the fucking apps, and I'm back at it, baby. So yeah, let's talk about apps. Okay, let's talk about. <laughs> okay, um... let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah. Yeah. No, you talk. You you talk. Okay, I me talk. I talk? Should I talk? Should should, should I answer a question? <laughs> let's try. <drink. laughs> Okay, so I feel like um, I want to hear. I definitely want to hear about your experience first because I I feel like this is. Do you feel like you have a different experience on the apps than like than other people who are not Asian? Uh, yes, and yeah. there's data to back that up. Okay. Yeah. Fucking science, bro. Yep. Um. What's yeah, the data so say? The data says that uh, if you are 
an Asian man, you're among the lowest in terms of getting a match on dating apps. This is released in uh, a few years ago from OkCupid and uh, Tinder released okay. their their data. Um, but something something around it, I don't know what it is now. Um, <clears throat> I also think they they need to factor in age and stuff as well. Sure. But um, um, I think back then it was around like four. I had a four point seven chance of matching with someone on these apps. Four point seven percent. Yes. That um, seems low. It's very it's very low. That seems <laughs> fucking low. It's very low. Like average, I think like white men obviously get the most. Okay. Um but uh Do you know for around men, like the percent I, of like I a white think dude? it's 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 around like it's I think I don't think it's fifty percent. It might be hovering around either sixty or or forty somewhere around there. I can't really okay. remember. I was sort of way higher distracted by <laughs> way higher. No, the, way the higher. percentage uh, and and also f- f- apparently for for black women as well is is very very low. Black women, um, black women, yeah, around a uh, little bit more than Asian men, but huh. they're around like five point eight or something. I can't oh, I can't wow. remember. That it's re- it's pretty bad. Yeah, but um, I, uh, so this means you're not getting like swiped on, for instance. This this means like it still says like I'm new <laughs> in these apps. And then don't worry, you'll find someone soon. That's what they usually say. Oh, that's like, the prompts no, 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 you get. Yeah, and no, no matches yet. So it's it's just an empty, um, it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> you have yeah. swiped on everyone in Toronto, and there and there's you're yeah, it, done swiping on everyone in Toronto, and it's like there's no one left. <laughs> it, it actually, yeah. So can you do that? Can you reach the end of Tinder? <laughs> I th- so what happens when you can set you your beat boundaries? The game? I think I've beat the game. Yeah. Um, when you set your boundaries of like where the like the distance of how far you you're willing to meet people, right, or um, ages, and also or or ages or you know if you want if you can say if you want children or not children, you know all those mm-hmm. little things. Mm-hmm. When you set your settings, once they start, all of a sudden, n- none of them apply to your settings. I feel like they you're reaching they're reaching the bottom of the barrel right and like so like i my apps now are are aren't even people in in ontario anymore right <laughs> it's right, like right. reaching it's like here's someone from uh you know pittsburgh <laughs> right and uh and i'm like why, LDRs why am I only so yeah so that's what that's sort of what happens but um which i i think i think that's what happens no i'm not quite sure exactly how everything works but uh, yeah but uh, yeah so n- n- they they don't work and i uh, i've got at one point i was on seven apps <laughs> oh wow at, at once okay what are um, all the apps it, so like like so, tinder i'm guessing so, so like tinder bumble hinge yeah um okay cupid yeah uh there is a, a a vegan app okay oh, um um and i trying to remember another semi-popular one that i was on as well um uh but yeah none of them there yeah (laughs) i was getting on that i was testing things out Uh, apparently the 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 same um same thing happens on grinder same thing happens on grinder apparently Uh, 
uh, but I, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I, I've heard, uh, similar experiences, similar, similar experiences. Um, uh, yeah. So, but, so I that, think at one yeah. point you told me like how many dates you had been on, you know, you've been on dating apps, uh, multiple dating apps for how many years? And just to give an idea, like how many dates, ha- dates had so, you been on? For the... <laughs> so I average uh, maybe about two matches a year. And mm-hmm. out of those two matches, I'm, I usually end up meeting up with the person, uh, meeting up with one person a year. One of those people. Yeah. So I... I uh, one date a year is what I'm going at right now, Damn. based on apps. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, not just apps, just in general. But I mean, it's been a pandemic, so so apps. I've only been using it, so just apps. Yeah. Um, so that's what's like right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, and what <laughs> and what is like? What do you think the reasoning is behind this bias? Um, my reason, I think this is something that this is like systemic sort of racism, like. Yeah. I don't think people, I think people are conditioned this way. And I think it's happened through the way they've grown up in the media that they've consumed, where um, Asian men are either treated as either very perverted people or asexual, or they're they're usually never leads. They don't uh, kiss anyone. There's that story with Jet Li and... um, uh, I think her name's uh, Alea mm-hmm. in the Romeo Must Die movie, and they cut out their kiss scene because they didn't want uh, an uh, an Asian man to kiss uh, the female lead, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, so there's a lot of uh, uh, I think I think it has to do with, with media, but I don't think people. I think when it, it's just built into their systems, where I don't think people realize. That, because um, I don't think people are saying, well, "You, I hate Asian people," kind of thing. I think people mm-hmm. are, aren't that evil. Maybe some are, but uh, yeah. um, but I think it's just they never grew up uh, with that idea put in their head. So, so for instance, like so, to see romantic leads who are Asian, to see romantic leads, to see any sort of like any sexually desired Asian man was not part of, at least I, I think in like, you know, white countries. Yeah. Um, it's not uh, something you grew up with. So you don't, I think people just don't even think about that yeah. um, when they're going through. So they, no one is, is, I don't think is seeing an Asian person and being like, ew, no, maybe, maybe they are, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. um, but I, I think they're just not even, considered Mm. yeah yeah um so that's what i think and i've read a lot of articles that say similar things about so that's my hunch of uh it it has to do with me because the uh, the people that i have dated Mm -hmm. in the in the past are, are usually people that have grown up around more asian people okay gotcha or or been more exposed to them or like have close friends who are Asian and things like that. Yeah. Um, so again, having just representation of yeah. different sexy people that are in your life, like, yeah, you know, um, yeah. So I think it's, helpful. it's very helpful, but, uh, but that just means like if it's, if I have like a 
4.7 chance, that means that's over 95% of people aren't considering me uh, or considering Asian people. Um, So I think I do think it's changing, not really in our generation, but um, because obviously it's you can't really change what who what who people like, but uh, Mm -hmm. it's or it's hard to do that. Um, Yeah, unless the the people are purposefully um, questioning their own biases, because there is reasoning for it. You know, people Mm -hmm. are often like, "Well, I just have my preferences," you know, and preferences. We all have our preferences, and that's fine. And it's like, well, Mm -hmm. if we don't question why we have preferences, because they're usually come from a place of bias you know depending on how we are cultured how we're brought up you know yeah with representation and whatnot like that all of that stuff informs our preferences so it's like if you're not really doing that work then yeah you're not you're not gonna suddenly Mm -hmm. just change out of the blue and start you know being less racially biased right it's like self-work that you have to do you have to undo a bunch of learning yeah you know yeah yeah, but I, I, I think it is w- with entertainment sort of changing and media sort of changing a bit. I think it is changing with the younger generation of uh, of kids, yeah, <laughs> of teenagers and stuff like that. Yeah. People in young, their early young adults right now, yeah, young yeah, adults. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so what do you do? What does that like feel like as far as your personal experience with dating? And like, what do you, how do you go forward and how do you kind of process that for your own experience? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> what, I, I mean, like, I'm really at the point when it comes to dating apps where I'm just sort of, uh, um, kind of just, they, they're, I'm just sort of really tired of them. Yeah, <laughs> Cause, fair. Because nothing really, nothing has ever really come from them, um, and it's it mostly just feels like re- rejection. Yeah, like a constant Ugh. bit of rejection. Yeah, and um, why have that in your life? Why vo- why voluntarily? Yeah, you know, put yourself um, through that, right? Exactly. But because we're we're still in a pandemic, it's like uh, it's not not exactly easy to just go out and meet people right now yeah so do you have a different experience when you can just go out and meet people like when people are actually seeing you for you where you actually get to talk to them and have them see your personality and all that kind of stuff like uh do you have a bit more luck yeah i think so um i think um when people get to know me they there's a little different experience uh going on um because that's the people that that i have like gone out with um uh usually it's because i've met them in person only like (laughs) there's not a lot of people that i've uh gone out with through the dating app actually i don't know maybe that uh, i don't know in, in terms of successful dates i guess yeah. Um, it's usually been because I, I've known the person. Yeah. Um, I mean, before. I think that's, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't have any fucking luck on dating apps either. I just don't, I don't know. I just don't know if I work that way. I don't know if my attraction works that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really can't like any of the people that I've dated that I've met and dated. Um, none of them are from apps. 
you know, mm-hmm. it's like people that have introduced me to people that that has this high success rate for me. Like if I'm like set up um, or, yeah, you know them, you know, you you've met them somewhere in a group of wherever, you know, mm-hmm. at a party or at like whatever, an event or something like that. Or like they've seen you perform or something like that, that, that you've been in contact with them before. So then to Mm -hmm. ask them if they want to go on a date isn't a huge leap because you're like, Oh no, I know who this person is. It's like, right. You know, you're not just cold DMing someone. We go on Mm -hmm. a date with, you know, like from absolutely nothing, they know who you are. So they're like, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's try that. So like that has worked for me, but like, like, Ugh, recently I was like, I don't know, it, it's it's the rejection thing again of like, ugh, why do I even put myself through this sometimes? You know what I mean? Because it, it, it's like I was texting someone for maybe like a week and a half. Um, and I thought we were having some like good conversation back and forth. Like they thought I would, they said they thought I was funny. And like, you know, I was really like trying to show off my personality and stuff like this. And like mm. we had um, talked about we were going to set up a date for sometime this week you know and I was like okay cool let's check in like at the beginning of the week and and um try and set up a date and they were like yeah totally and mm-hmm. you know we're kind of throwing around suggestions of like where we could go or whatever because you can actually you know get a drink somewhere now um mm-hmm. and then they text me yesterday to be like hey Aaron I just wanted to say I don't think I'm going to be able to go on a date with you I just think mm-hmm. we're not a good match Um, and that was it. And they're like, sorry, you seem cool, but I just don't think, you know, we're going to be a good match. And that was it. And I was like, okay, that sucks, but I guess I understand. Bye. Like that sucks. That like, yeah. uh, I was like, what the fuck? Like, and you know, it's that thing of like, okay, like it doesn't say anything about me, you know? Mm-hmm. It just says that he didn't think we would be a good match for whatever information I gave him. He didn't think yeah. it would work out. You know, it literally has nothing to do with me, but you can't help feeling like, well, that's shitty. That was something I was looking forward to. And that was yeah. something I was kind of excited about, you know, like the novelty, the newness of like meeting someone new going on a first date, not something I've done in a very long time. So maybe I had a little more, you know, loaded feeling surrounded it, being excited about it. But it's like, mm-hmm. that's a huge fucking letdown, man yeah the rejection and i'm like fuck that (laughs) i'm like well fuck dating fuck this fuck this phone Mm -hmm. check my phone in the ocean you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) i hear you fuck this fucking phone uh yeah Uh, it's it's (laughs) funny you, you kind of talk about that and my mind is like wow how how lucky she is to be talking to someone. Right, right, right. Um, it's a, a, that's where it's like a very different experience for me. Where is like out of the the two people a year? Yeah. Um, well, I'll, t- I'll be able to talk to one person, and then I don't. And I'll the other person is just like I'll a- the, ask questions. I might get something back. And yeah, then but it's mostly like I, one-sided. Very mm-hmm. one-sided, and then I hear nothing. Um, uh yeah so, so it's not like this energetic conversation that's leading towards a date n- no um it, when i am in those it, it'll it'll that it'll be the a date <laughs> yeah it'll descend but it's it that's uh, like I, i've never been in that 
situation, <laughs> which is which no, sucks. But thank I, you for saying a, that. No, no, I, yeah. I, I like I for sure don't mind getting my privilege checked as far as that goes. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm <laughs> right. like, wah, I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, well, at least you got to talk to a you know cute new person for a week and a half. That's a good reality check. Um, yeah, but it still sucks, though. Yeah, still sucks. But... Um, still sucks. So how are you, are you, like, interested in, like, uh, maybe, like, now that, like, things are open again, God knows, knock on wood, um, for how long or whatever, mm-hmm. but, like, are you excited to, like, get in physical spaces again, or how are you feeling as far as COVIDina goes? Um, I, I, I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm I kind of, I think I'd feel more comfortable, I was feeling more comfortable just before the Omicron came, but, uh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Same. I went are... to I went to an event, yeah. like a pretty large scale event. Yeah. Um, no, I, like I was... the week before. Yeah, and that was my first yeah. one. I was like, yes, normalcy. Let's do I, I it. Was, I was going out. Like I was just starting to feel comfortable. I was like going into places and like taking off my mask, and I was like, okay, this is feeling good. Okay, I'm yeah. ready. Blah. Yeah. But yeah, now now I'm like I still still look at the numbers and I'm like, uh, oh god, it's so high. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know how comfortable I am just yet. Um, like this is the thing. If I know who the, the people are yeah, uh, and it's just in that place, then I'll, I'll, I'll be okay. But, um, uh, room full of strangers, not so much strangers, not, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's fair. But we'll, I guess we'll see how things go a little bit further down the line. If the, the numbers really start dropping and uh, how about see, like, uh, the spring when you can actually do like outside dates again is that something yeah. that appeals oh, yeah, to you yeah. something you've done before yeah i would i would totally totally do that i uh, last year on my my one <laughs> my, <laughs> my s- one date statistically yep. one date um <laughs> yeah uh we, we, we went out for a walk and that was nice yeah 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 i'm the same way of like how do you even you wh- how do you even date during a pandemic in the winter I guess the answer is you yeah. don't <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how I was like, I was really trying. I mean, for me, tr- trying in a pandemic is just like hovering over my phone. I know. Just like it hoping. just seems feeble, right? It's like, yeah. I'm just praying. I guess that's what, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just hope I was hoping something like I'd meet someone during, uh, before winter. So I could at least like, yes. you know, have someone hang at out. least chat with or hang out chat with chat with the... hang out oh, with yeah yeah oh i know but yeah. uh yeah that's how it is <laughs> no i hear you i totally hear you yeah mm-hmm. i'm like just at the point of being like okay i guess i just i guess i just wait till spring yeah yeah that's that's all you can really do unless it's someone like you know then mm-hmm. it's a different story but in terms yeah. of meeting new people it's not uh not super easy. Not the most. Um, not, not not the most convenient conducive, thing. Right now. Conducive or convenient thing, yeah, to yeah. try and meet new people right now. Yeah. Right. That sucks. Yeah. Are you a person that like is say you know them? You know, say maybe comedy in in the huge comedy community that we have. Like, if you know have no, if you know someone that you kind of have a crush on, and like maybe you've had a couple flirts back and forth, like here and there are you a person that will like confidently like get in someone's dms and be like hey um 
you know, would you like to go get a coffee sometime? Or like, um, I feel so nervous about doing that. Yeah, I don't, I don't do, I think I've only done it. I would only do that if I was sure. Um, and usually it, that only happens when there's, when they're obviously just wanting to get to know you. Yeah. Just like you're, you're just chatting online or they reach out to you for some other reason and if you're feeling the same way that's the only time i'll I'll do that but i've never um i've never just openly done it i don't think i have but i yeah i i i'm a bit uncomfortable doing that just because in terms of like people in comedy everyone knows each other and then i don't know if they're talking about stuff and even though it's not like i'm i know a lot of people do that yes (laughs) and it's not like I, and it's not like, uh, uh, like there's any like negativity about that person after, but um, uh, it, it just makes I don't know. I'm not too comfortable doing that kind of thing. That's fair. I like the thing mm-hmm. you said of like maybe if they've reached out to you surrounding something like another thing yeah. that could give you a bit of an in. I feel that. Like I've had people like get in my. DMs like people I kind of know again like kind of acquaintances I kind of know them through people if they get in my DMs and they're like hey I'm interested in like learning more about this do you have like you know someone you can point me towards or like a resource you could point me towards surrounding this I'm like sometimes I like receive that as a flirt you know sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm like okay you could have googled that so yeah maybe you I don't know maybe you DM'd me because you were like wanted to just chat with me for a couple of minutes i don't know and then maybe that gives me a bit more confidence to be like Mm -hmm. a month later or something (laughs) be like be like do you want to grab a coffee or something (laughs) yeah yeah and if in the interim of that month they've commented on a couple pictures or like something you know you get a couple little other little things and then it's like okay at this point i feel like maybe i might get in their dms i might slide yeah. into their dms you know there needs to i think the, there needs to be a clear side uh clear uh like interest on both sides mm-hmm, regardless mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. it's like um uh, any type of sexual interest or anything like that i think that i i think if someone's actually interested you interested in you and you're interested in them by just like just like messaging you like Oh, I heard you like this, you know, Star Trek. Uh, That's a flirt. That's a flirt it, there. Yeah, uh, I I saw this thing. I think it's really made me funny. think of but, you. Yeah. That's a flirt. When that kind of thing happens, like uh, even even if it's even less than that, uh, I don't I don't know what else. <laughs> sharing any, a meme, so, anything, sharing an yeah. article, sharing a like some stupid some stupid little video. Yeah, anything like that. Then it, then it's like, okay, I think there's something there, and then and if I'm interested, I'll I'll do the same kind of thing, and then It'll reciprocate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, doesn't doesn't happen that often for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, there's uh, in terms of I guess on the receiving end for me, and it's I think it's only happened like twice. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, since I've again that's time. gender roles right there yeah um and i think i've messaged i 
I've been messaging probably more people right now, not in terms of like me being interested in them. Yeah, just uh, like social messages. Just being too. social. Just trying to be social. Because yep. uh, uh, I'm alone right now. I'm yeah, it's living a alone, pandemic. so I'm like, yep. I'm I'm really into Deep Space Nine right now, and I'm like, yes, whenever thing, uh, whenever something happens in it, I'm like, because I'm watching it for the first time, I'm like messaging yes. people and being like, hey, uh, th- this thing happened, and I I feel like I'm annoying them, but. <laughs> I, but, uh, I seriously doubt that. Uh, I hope not. But um, <laughs> if your message, yeah. if you're like DMing like Shannon LaHaye with like Star Trek shit, she 100 oh, percent yeah. loves it. <laughs> I am, I am messaging her about all because I'm all the Star Trek stuff that's going on because I'm I'm huge into DS9 right now. So she's definitely received some messages. My brother is actually rewatching all the way through DS9 right now as well. I could give you his oh, number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just watched the, the the season finale of season five when, when the, well, all, all the uh, the Klingons and um, the Federation are like all the sh- they're going to attack the um, or I guess defend DS Nine fr- from uh, the Cardassians and the Dominion. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Anyway, so so just ended on that note, and that you see yep. all the fleet of ships, and it's like that's the end of the season. So I'm like, oh man, I gotta can't can't wait. Um, Have you watched the Orville? I haven't watched the art, but Paul, me about it. it's so good. It really is so good. It's it's legitimately, like, Matt likes it better than um, the latest Star Trek. Star Trek, mm-hmm. what was the one? Discovery? Um, yeah, I was going to say Discovery. That's the last one, is it? Anyway, Matt. The Picard? Yeah. Who's, no, no, not the Picard. No, Matt didn't watch Picard. Yeah, Discovery. it would have been Discovery. So Matt's not a huge Trekkie, but um, mm-hmm. he'll watch it with me because I am. Um he legitimately likes Oroville like a thousand times better than Discovery, mm-hmm. for instance. I've heard yeah. that from people. Yeah. It's great. If you're a Trekkie, it honestly just feels like another Star Trek. It really does. Like, clearly they are fans because like yeah, the tone, no, everything is very Star Trek. Like the editing, it's all, it just feels like another Star Trek. I'm like so impressed mm-hmm. by it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard it's, it's all a, like a, the show is from what i've heard it's just all like they pay tribute to star trek yeah like they're all big star trek fans and and this is their star trek yeah yeah this is their star trek and like it's funny so that's the part of it but star trek's funny too star trek very funny star trek's fucking hilarious so like it's it's really not that different from it really feels like star trek so i don't know anybody listening that needs and it wants another star trek fucking that's watch that's robot. why they're listening to this podcast it's a this, star is, trek. this is what <laughs> the people want yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes yeah. we'll end it there we'll drop the links of orville and ds9 yeah. <laughs> season five finale and yeah. we'll call it a day and shannon lay's twitch stream and <laughs> yeah which I, I i i every time she posts like oh i'm I'm live. She'll post a photo of her with like her Star Trek toys, and I'll be like, "Oh, I'll check it out." But then she's done doing that, and I'm oh, like, "Oh man, that's sad. I missed it." Yeah. Um, which I've I gone want... over. I've gone over to a place we met up during the pandemic, so like, we go over and play with her toys. I love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul, you were at another play party, and you didn't know it. I didn't know. No, you didn't Damn know it. it. You didn't know it. Um, Paul, do you want people to like? um go to your website or follow your socials or anything like this um i don't really really care i don't really go on <laughs> that right. much That's um but it, it's everything is all like at paul ihoshi 
So cool. If they want you're to, the, they can. the one and only. Yeah. You're the only. Yeah. Polly Yoshi. Yeah. For me, I'm at the Lady Pim One. That's where I'm the most annoyingly active. Is on Twitter. Um, if you want to go on Instagram, I'm at the Lady Pim or at the Bedpost Podcast. I have a Patreon. It's the Bedpost Show. I have a YouTube channel. It's the Bedpost Show. And I always like to give a shout out to the lady that is a good friend of Paul's too. She does the original music for my podcast. Stephanie Copeland, our good mm-hmm. friend. Years and why. Stephanie Copeland. You can find out more about her. StephCopelandMusic.com. Paul Aoshi. This has been so fun. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming yeah, on yeah. our full actual episode. Yay. It was fun. Yeah. And uh, drink of water. Yeah. And just have a little sip of Hope you enjoyed all the ASMR in this episode, everybody. We'll see you next time with another fun and sexy guest here at the studio talking about sex and sexuality. Get fucked, everybody. Good. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.